All right. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One, two, check, check. One, two, check, check. All right, we're, we're chilling. Yes, sir. Okay. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. And welcome back to the Get Up Podcast. Yes, sir. (laughs) We did not plan to say that at the same time. It's, bro. But it's just part of the pod. It's literally part of the intro. Like, (laughs) it's part of the intro. I was was listening to the the other pod. Yeah. And I started seeing how gradually it was making itself in. Because the first one, we didn't do that. Right. You know what the first one was? You said the entire intro by yourself. Yeah, I was listening. I was looking back. And then the second one, we did it. No, no the second one, you still did it. Where? The third one is when we started doing, we started entertaining. Mm-hmm. But, bro, I cut out 15 minutes of us laughing because we kept messing it up. <laughs> and then we never said, yes, sir. I said, get okay on the third one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, uh, yeah, no. But then the yes, sir started making it in, and we just stayed there. It feels right. Hey, man. It feels right. So today, y'all, I'm going to just catch you up real quick, all right? Man. Um, we actually, I had an eye rig the whole time. <laughs> I know, bro. I had a, an eye rig stream, so it's a stereo eye rig that we could have just plugged into the phone and made this process so much easier. But, like, yo, we were bouncing the video I'm sitting here. to match it with the audio. Why and he then, didn't do this the whole and time? And bounce it out. Yeah. And I never thought about it. Because, you know, he'll be hopping on live from church. And I didn't That's think where that. I had it. I just had it sitting in church. Yeah. The thing for, is, like, my in-ear mix. He will hop on live random for five minutes. Yeah, but nobody's... like. I started he's not posting the live. I started realizing that a lot of guys, like, a lot of musicians aren't really going live no more. What they're doing is they're tracking the whole set. Yeah. Getting their parts... Just put it, mix it up a little bit, mix it up put a little it bit, up. do a clip and plot and put it up. That's it. So much better. So it sounds better. It looks better. So I haven't even been using the iRig like that. Is there just sitting there? So I'm like, wait a minute. I got an iRig. <laughs> basically, <laughs> we're trying to link this whole thing. Basically, he's been tripping, and I did. I I was unaware. I was not um, privy to this information. I didn't even know we could do this for real. Well, so. so Another thing that we got, we got two ring lights. Yes, sir. We got one there, and we got one there. We shine. And we got a tripod this time. Yeah. It's not like that ring light joint that'd be like dipping. Yeah. This is a legit tripod. We made it. So we blessed Mama Prince. Mm. I don't know what her real name is, but. You don't know what my mom's name? No. Sadie. Sadie? Mm-hmm. Mama Sadie? Thank you. Yes. Mom. And my her, sisters, and his my brother, aunt. His brother got us the dongle. Yeah. For the SD card. Listen, listen, man. You catch this up in the next three months, we're going to be in a different place. We I will. Know. We will be. And will. But it is important. Thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you. The cash will be in the box. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I, I did learn. Did you change the name? No, I didn't change it, but I learned. I could change the name. Okay. So we're going to have the cash up set up soon. Yeah. It'll be I, the get up pod. The ghetto pod, yeah, the ha- the, the the dollar sign ghetto mm-hmm. pod, mm-hmm. okay. 
Um, and that's it. So let's get into it. So right. yeah. today we are talking about sacrifice. And we are currently recording this episode at midnight. I, I got work <laughs> at nine. Yeah. Um, I have to be up early anyway because I got mad stuff to do too. But it is 12, 15. Yeah. A yes is a yes, man. A yes is a yes. We had to make sure. Yeah. We said, if we don't do the junk today, we are it's, not doing it's it. It's not happening. So we're trying to be consistent. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday we're posting. Yes. So we're just being a little vulnerable with y'all of how late we are. And it's actually funny how we said, yo, let's, well, the funny, funny thing is <laughs> he's studying the book of Leviticus. Right. Talking about sacrifices and offerings and all that. And I'm thinking about suffering for him. Right. Separately, and then we say, "Oh, yo, let's let's do a pot on sacrifice." And then all of a sudden, I get mad busy, and we end up doing this pot at midnight. Funny thing is, the plan was actually to meet at six thirty-ish or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's midnight. <laughs> it's a six-hour difference. <laughs> but you know, it's it's just like God when you decide that we're going to talk about sacrifice to put us in a position. He's a sacrifice. I always tell people this all the time. God is you got the jokes. funny. But also, I want to make a good announcement. Just a little a little parenthesis. Um, someone give their life to Christ today. Let's go. Yeah. I'm very happy. My boy JoJo. He yeah. came from Texas. He came from Texas, bro. Did not know what he was getting himself into, bro. We went to Applebee's. Let's go. Bro, and I felt from the Lord, bro, God was telling me about this kid's whole life. In bro. Applebee's, bro. And the Lord touched him. He gave his life to the Lord in Applebee's, bro. Hold on. That's. I told you, Applebee's <laughs> from God. I told you, bro. I told you. No one believed me. Oh, no. Yo. But on a serious note, that was, it was, bro. Tears were coming down if, on everyone's If anybody's face. leaving, people are crazy. And Applebee's. I told you, bro. It's this guy. <laughs> it has to be. Listen, all right. So what, what it was is I was going to hang out with one of my disciples anyway. And then his best friend, um, he's been best friends with him for a minute, was coming, um, coming from Texas. And he's like, hey, yo, like, my boy's going to be here. Can he tag along? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I ain't, I wasn't planning on preaching to this Yeah, kid. right. We were just having a regular conversation, but then, you know, God be God. And so, yeah, you sure do. So what happened was start talking about the Lord and then started getting word of knowledge, bro. Like he, this kid got wrecked. Yeah. And I'm getting wrecked. I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. And that's why, it's, that's why, that's why I talked about last week, right? It's not about the church setting. Nope. And I said it on one of the reels that I posted. Church is not a building you go to. Nope. It's where you recognize his presence. Period. God's presence be in that Applebee's, yo. Yes. It could be in, in, in anywhere. It could be in a Home Depot. It could be in a ShopRite. Whatever. And it's because, all right, like, we Come on. have a relationship with him. Thank you. So, like, I know him. Right. I I'm, can talk to God. I'm his friend. Anywhere. Right. Right. So he'll pull up. And he lives inside me. Right. Bro, I'm literally, we're literally carriers. We carry him to bro. people. We're the ark. Bruh. But we're also the priest. 
this is exactly why sacrifice is important. Yes. Are you willing to sacrifice your dignity in a public space to lead someone to Christ? Bro, you're saying sacrifice dignity. So, all right, this is like, to me, this is kind of funny. Because I'm reading <laughs> I'm reading Leviticus, right? Yeah, Leviticus. And, you know, they got to do a lot of stuff to get clean. Right. Like, sacrifice is really all about repentance, for real. You can't, your sacrifice means nothing without true repentance. But I'm I'm saying it's funny because they dudes are putting oil on the big right toe. They said, they're going to put oil on your big right toe. <laughs> and that was cracking me up this morning. I said, dang, I sinned, and now I got to let another grown man. Did my right toe in the oil. Annoying my right toe. All right, so wait, but hold on, hold on. Let's be honest, let's be honest, right? So... We want to talk about that, all right? So I yeah. was listening to the pod. Um, this is the basement. You didn't hear a lot about the basement on this damn pod, right? Yeah. Cause the basement is great. That, that's where I get my discipleship. <laughs> the, <laughs> I've learned a lot from from yeah. Tim Ross, right? And he was breaking down the circumcision stuff. Mm. Bro, Joshua circumcised grown men. Yeah. Isn't that tough? Bro. Is but remember, tough? remember, I said, are you willing to sacrifice your dignity for his cause? But now watch this, right? Talk about humbling yourself. But yeah, but now watch this. It's this little piece of foreskin that's holding you back from your promised land. Mm. Is this much sin holding you back from your promise? This is why Christ, when we get baptized, it's a spiritual circumcision. Right. It's a it's a cutting away. It's a cutting away of the flesh. Mm. Literally. Yeah. So now in the spirit, when we get baptized, he's cutting away this flesh. Is this much sin holding you back from your from your promised land? Mm. Is this much sin holding you back from your freedom? But now sometimes, sometimes it gets, you know, sometimes you got to be, you have to be out of your, you know, you need to be exposed. You need to be humbled. You need to, and it's not even a, it's not even a bad thing. It's an honor. Yeah. It's an honor for the Lord to circumcise, like to cut things off that obviously will hurt. Yeah. Bro, grown men. Like, come on, bro. So in this part, we're really going to go into what it is to sacrifice. Yeah. Um, we are, I'm, you know, we're going to see where it goes, um, but we're gonna give some stuff like some. I mean, we haven't really talked about where we're going with this, but yeah, no. But per usual, I really feel I really feel from the Lord that He's really calling us to suffer for His cause, and with that, there comes a lot of sacrifice. Yeah, so it's what um I texted you earlier. Again, I'm, in Levit- Leviticus, it shows me that there's sacrifice is a process, so it's never going to be easy to sacrifice something. And you have to be devoted to the process of honoring God. Right. So, like, it's like we can't talk about sacrifice and not talk about obedience. You see what I'm talking about? I ain't even mentioned that to him, but all right. And we can't talk about sacrifice and obedience and not connect it to true worship. 
He be listening. He was in my Bible study that time. It's what it is, so. Yeah, but it's really what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, we actually, just to give you guys a synopsis on that, I gave us the Bible study on worship. Mm-hmm. And true worship is obedience and sacrifice. It's right. not just a song. It's, it's obedience and sacrifice, right? So, I understand we read that verse, right, where it says, oh, I want obedience more than sacrifice. Right. But the revelation I got from that is the sacrifice that God was talking to Samuel about, well, speaking to Saul through Samuel, what he was saying is, I'd rather the, the sacrifice that I originally told you to make than a sacrifice that covers your disobedience. Right. So, like, even when we speak about Saul right. and the sacrifice that he thought was good, there's like pride hidden in it because it's like, okay, wow. Look at this godly man where he, he went and he did exactly what God told him to do. And he slaughtered all the people and brought the, you know, he did what he did. And he took all the cattle and everything and decided to give it a sacrifice to God. But from the outside, right? What he's doing is he's taking the glory and he's taking the honor and saying, Oh, this is for God, but in reality, it's because it makes him look good. But in reality, you got to really ask. Oh, bro, wait, whoa. Okay, hold on. <laughs> so you said, right? This is what you said. The yeah. analogy is people looking from the outside in are like, wow, look, he did everything God told him to do. Right. And he's saying he did everything God, God told, told him, him to do. do. Right. And he's sacrificing to make himself look good. Right. We look at that just in the Old Testament. But when you go to the New Testament, mm-hmm. Ananias and Sapphira right. said they sold everything right. and gave everything to the church because mm-hmm. they wanted to look good. Right. And they kept something back. Right. And they got bodied. Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Like, it's the pride behind it. 99% obedience is 100% disobedience. Pastor Mike said yeah. that. All the time. That, that is so true. So, again, you could do it, like, it almost all the way there, but you didn't you didn't f- finish. Exactly, yeah. So, it's not done. It's not. It's job not done, bro. Just incomplete. It's not done. You're not. <laughs> and that, just to give you, just to give you the, to give you, listen, watch this, disobedience, right? So let's go back to Saul. Yeah. Saul was supposed to kill all the Amalekites. I think that was who they were. Yeah. Excuse me. He's supposed to kill all the Amalekites, the king, everybody. Yeah. Body them. Okay. Why? All right. Let's fast forward. Here comes Persia. It's King Xerxes. Okay. The king of Persia. One of them. There's like three of them. Mm -hmm. One of the kings. All right. At this time, Persia has a big empire. Okay, they're they're conquering. They conquered Greece. They conquered. They conquered everybody. Conquered Israel, and Israel's in exile. Okay, well, it's not a nation yet, but the people of Israel are exiled out of Jerusalem under Persian captivity. Well, under Persian government, and God raises up a woman named Esther. Okay, right now, there's a man named Haman who is the right-hand man of the king. And he hates the Jews. Mm. Okay? Now, God raises Esther 
so that she can intercede on the behalf of Israel. Right. So that the king can spare them. Because Haman's trying to establish orders to annihilate the Jews. Like genocide. That's like wipe them out. So now when you do some genealogy and you track that back a couple of generations back, mm. turns out that the king of the Amalekites is the great great uh, grandfather of Haman. So the guy that Saul was supposed to wipe out, but no, no, but he did a sacrifice. And I, bro, God is already trying to prevent something in your future, but your disobedience can actually, bro, the disobedience is literally opening the way for the enemies to come in and, and, right. and take captive of things that God wants you to take over. Right. So Saul's disobedience leads to Haman. Esther's obedience leads to the enemy being impaled, mm. and 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 the the, the 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 children of Israel being restored in Jerusalem. You understand? Esther didn't want to do this. Right. Mordecai's like, listen, if you don't do it, it's done. No, 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 no. You watch this, right? God tells Saul. God tells Saul, obedience, obedience over sacrifice. Yeah. Okay? Now, also in the Bible says that God can take a king out and put another one. Right. Once Saul did that, God said, all right, you don't want to obey? I'm going to get someone else. Mm -hmm. The same principle applies. Esther said, I don't know if I want to do this. And Mordecai told her, well, if you don't, someone else will. Right. You, you see the parallel? So now what she chose to do was she said, well, if I perish, I perish. That is literally the, 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 that's literally the fullness of what it is to obey. Are you willing to die? That's it. In obedience. Bro, that's it. Exactly. Bro. Okay. So, you know, I had to sit back and think this was actually ignite. This was ignite night. Oh yeah, uh -huh. that's where you you was you was talking about teaching on this. Yeah, yeah. So, you said you don't just get to sacrifice whatever you want. You have to sacrifice what he tells you. I said that. Yeah, bro, that was God. And, <laughs> and you said Jesus suffers suffered in obedience. Suffered, yeah, I remember that. Uh -huh. So, it it's the same thing. It is the same. It's modeled for us. Remember we talked about last week that we we're supposed to do what he did. Yes. Just look at what he did. Right. And just repeat it. Bruh. You trying to crack this code, bruh. <laughs> we be like, God, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Read your Bible. Bro. <laughs> like, it, he oh, man. He literally so this you. is the thing. So I, I was listening yeah, to um, a teaching. It was Pastor Mike. So he was saying a lot. The problem is a lot of people, they don't know how to read their Bible for real. Some people are reading their Bible super literally. And taking those principles and applying it directly to life. But then they don't know when to separate the principles to how to apply it to current or day. Say, or look at the context of why God says certain things. Right. And what was happening at that time as to why God would say that. Right. But there's something in what he said in that time that you should be able to take and extract and apply it to the your principle life of right the now. The spiritual principle of what he's doing. Right. Right. About like circumcision. Right. You, you don't have to be circumcised. But your spirit does. Right. Again, it, that is like 
uh, deep humbling right. of yourself. Right. It's a cutting away of the flesh. Right. Cutting away of sin. That's what it is. So. Oh, there it goes. Boop. My brain. Oh, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I thought you said like something exploded. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he got the light bulb. It, bu- it went blank. Yeah, he has like a notebook and yeah. his phone and he has a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean you got your whole that no- you that your- notebooks? This bro? People, if he dies, if you find that notebook If you find this, you can probably add that to the second Bible. There's a lot of notes in there. Maybe I don't know like I don't know the second. book of Prince. <laughs> Yo <laughs> He is that is a high honor, but uh, you know, my name is in there. You would know it's mine. The book of Prince. So <laughs> this it got it got mad notes in it, but I sit here and I, I want I do want to talk about since we're talking about sacrifice I do want to touch on repentance because yeah again the things that you're offering to God would not be acceptable without repentance he's he's not gonna care because we're not going to offer God something that costs us nothing. Like, the, the denial of your flesh is a cost. It is. It's it's hard work. It's yes. effort. You're you're at war with your with your members. I won't offer you something that costs cost. me nothing. So, uh, your life, the way you live, can actually be something that you're sacrificing to God. But there's there's so much more. Like, all right, so because. Sacrifice is important, but I think it's important we read this. So, like, in the Hosea 6, right? Hosea 6, um, verse 6, it says, I want to show, I want you to show love, not offer sacrifices. I want you to know me more than I want birth offerings. So, there's something about looking at him rightly. Period. When I, when I repent, I turn away from everything, and I look at God rightly. Then... I can, he, the thing is, then he will tell me what he wants me to give him. Like, if I'm not looking at him, how, and I don't, I don't, I don't spend any time in his presence. How is he even going to tell me what to give him? This is why I love this guy. Watch. Watch this, right? God calls Abraham. Mm -hmm. And he says, here I am, Lord. Yeah. He says, all right, give me Isaac. <laughs> You're right. Right. Abraham would have never knew what to do if he didn't respond. Right. Mm. You know, so you know what else is, is funny? When they're on the mountain and Abraham's about to kill Isaac, bro, God calls him again. Abraham, Abraham. And I and Abraham says, Abraham says, Here I am, Lord. And then he gave him instruction. Hmm. We won't know what to do yeah. unless we respond. Like, you need to respond, but it's not just it's not an arrogant response. It's here I am, Lord. Yeah. God called Samuel. He said, Here I am. Yeah. And that's when God told him what? Jeremiah, here I am. Yeah. Then God told him. Like Right. Why do you think, bro? Peter. 
Peter, when he saw Jesus walking on water, he understood the importance of God calling him. Yeah. So he said, if it's really you, call me. Right. Because if you call, I'm answering. Right. That, bro, that's repentance. It's like, mm. listen, call me, God. I want to I want to turn away Man. and respond to your call. That's tough. Listening to the call. Listening to the call but he, leads to repentance. But not only listening, it's also responding. Mm. Because Samuel called, he heard God calling him, but he thought it was Eli. Mm. You can listen. Right. You can hear it. Mm. But it's it's your response that matters. That's why Eli, Eli had experience with listening. Right. So that's why Eli was like, hey, listen, if you hear this voice again, it's him. But we're not surrounded with enough people, which is why we have pods like this. Oh, my goodness. Where that we can teach you, yo, when he's calling you, it's because he wants you to respond. <laughs> All right. You see, he talking about me. He talking about me. You see him? That is, this right there is why discipleship is important, too, bro. Like... How are we going to really tune our ears to hear from God? What happened? No, no, we're good. Okay. Yes, sir. We live. All right. So, let me give a practical. <sighs> yeah. So, because we're going we're gonna to get to sacrifice. So, three ways to repentance, though. One. It's going to be, you have to, it's intellectually. So you need to repent in your mind first. Like, a result in the change of your view. So the way that you look at sin, the way that you look at yourself, the way that you look at God needs to change. This will bring a change in you. Can you explain what does that mean to change the way you look at God? All right. So... I guess, like, the easiest way for me to explain it is how, like, with my own life. Like, there was, okay, so, I mean, there was a short time period where I didn't believe in God. But there was always a place in my life where, like, there's something, there's a higher power. Like, I believe something is there. But I had no reverence for that. You know? Um, It's just the big man in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. You're not even on the mic. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Basically, so, is what I said was, is he wasn't believing in Christ or the Holy Spirit. It was just like some old white guy in the sky. What? I never thought God was a white guy. <laughs> I don't know why people think he's white, but I don't think he's black either. I don't think God has, like, I don't, I think, I don't think we can imagine his, a everything. race. Right. No, for real. I think, I think we he just it's like, us in, out of him, like literally incomprehensible. It's my, my white side. Light, everything, bro. Incomprehensible. I mean, light is the mixture of, of all colors. Of all colors. Yeah. Praise so, God. Hallelujah. Yes. So, I think one of the first things that really changed it for me was actually simply just reading about God, bro. Because then, then I understood. It's like, oh, there's there's structure to this. I wasn't necessarily happy about it. Right. But I knew it was there. 
that gave me a point of reference to God. Right, right, right. And then I could see it in life. Right. Okay, he said, oh, wow, the Bible says this, this, and this, this, and this, and this. And I could see it clear as day around me. Right. But I wasn't able to change my brain without, you know, reading something. Right. And I, I had that principle in me not because of what I learned at church. It was because I had mentorship in different businesses. And they were just like, if you want to change your perspective, you need to change what you consume. Simple as that. So if you want to see things differently, you need to look at, you need to basically consume things differently. The view that you have right now is because of what you've been consuming. It's like, again, that's why we talked about influential intentions in episode two. It's what you consume. The the inputs change the output. So I'm like, all right, if I want to be more spiritual, then, you know, I need to go to spiritual things. So the first thing I went to actually wasn't my Bible. It was YouTube <laughs> and searching of spirituality. And that led me to a whole nother path. And then I came across, I was in the city and I, I ran into those monks and they have the something Veda, I forget what it's called. And they gave me one of those and I read some of that too. But I, I was reading this stuff and I, I wasn't seeing like for real fruit from it. And it wasn't up until where I'm like, you know, let me just pick up this Bible for real and actually just read what's in it. And as I'm reading it, then I started to see, I saw changes in myself, like almost immediately. So this was what changed, helped lead repentance intellectually. Like for me, again, I was smoking weed, bro. Remember I told you, I would literally be smoking a blunt and reading the Bible at the same time. <laughs> I remember he told me that. So like, it wasn't, again, I was, I was living in sin, but oh, there was something that was leading to my repentance by me just consuming it. So intellectually first. Right. Um, that answer that in a way um i think oh that's my experience right that's it yeah me i got to a place like that too um that i i i mean i didn't doubt there was a god but i doubted god period as a person you know your 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 word says all things work together for good but i don't see no good (laughs) so you know i kind of knew but what changed my perspective of God was just being with him and him showing me who he is. So how did you learn to like be with him though? Because, well, one, I do think that you need good leadership around you. Yeah. Um, really goes back to what you said about like the word. Yeah. Which is what I agree with that. Thing a lot of people they try to find the spirituality outside the word, yeah. When the word is the guideline, yeah. Because, like, for me, I mean, okay, like the church I was, I got saved in that's like a spiritual house, word. So, they're there, they be praying for real, they got uh-huh. prophetic words, all types of stuff going on, speaking in tongues. But, I mean, I had my own spiritual experiences, but nothing in church, so I'm like, I have no point of reference. Right to right. this God that we're talking about, and how it's for me to get right. closer to Him. So, yes, yeah, so like just, the Word kind of because He, I just read, I learned that He is the Word. So I'm like, let me just right, right, right. Read it. For example, like the Word, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit, it, it, he, the, the glory of God is as a mirror, mm-hmm. meaning Christ is the mirror, right? And we, the, the Holy Spirit is forming us into the image of the Son. 
the son of God, which is Christ. Like it, there's, all right. So that means I need to look at his character, his nature, who he is. And then obviously I can't change into that because I'm not divine. Like, well, I mean, we're, we're all divinely made, but I'm in a fallen state right now. Right. So I can't look like him on my own. Because then what that means is it means I'm saved by works. And that's not what this is about. If you read your Bible, you know that. It's by faith. Faith in what? Faith that he is the son of God. Yeah. And that his spirit that resurrected him from the dead, his spirit lives in us and is forming us into the son. Hmm. But now I won't know what that looks like. I can't, I can't, like the Holy Spirit will convict you through the word. Like, he's not going to just convict you out of nowhere. Like, knowledge comes by, like, hearing. Well, faith comes by hearing. Here, yeah. But knowledge is, is the word, the intellectual side of things. Yeah. Knowledge is knowing something. Right. Meaning, okay, um, I, I, I know what, the, what this verse says. Yeah. So, like, Paul says that we need to present our bodies as living sacrifices, right? Right. We're talking about sacrifice. If, you know, you want to do this thing right. You're supposed to be a living sacrifice. Right. Holy and pleasing right. to him. But you can't do that without him. Mm. So it's like, sometimes we only read things in part. And that was something that got me messed up is I got to change my perspective on God when I started to look at him as the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is the helper. Yeah. That's when my whole thing changed. Yep. Because I'm like, oh, so you're telling me I don't have to do this by myself? Like. Bruh. When I just learned that there was a Holy Spirit, I was like, wait, hold on. Hold on, what? <laughs> you telling me I don't do this by my God? Do by myself? Yes. Is it with me? Inside? Bro. That's a hack. That is a hack. But that's that's more, that's part of the reason why people don't know how to sacrifice because right. sacrifice is hard when you when you're trying to do it by yourself. Right. So like one 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 illustration is to we're talking about you said about like looking at it yeah so one illustration that I that I made was um, it's easier to sacrifice something when you're not looking at it hmm. so sometimes we focus too much on what we have to sacrifice right so um, Tim Ross said this and it kind of wrecked me um, like it kind of like really like hit home because. Especially in this generation, there's a lot of promiscuity and like yeah. porn and all that crap. <clears throat> he said this thing that people don't want to talk about, but is he's he's right. Is stop asking God to take take things away that He's telling you to kill. Right. Like sexual immorality. Yes, like He can take the spirit out of you, you can get yeah. delivered, whatever. But now those are things that are in your habits. Mm -hmm. They're in your in the way you carry your day out. Yep. Like there are addictions that, yes, you're free from a spirit. You're yep. free from, but now you gotta, you have to train your body again. Right, bro. Oh my God. This wrecked me because I had to experience this. Right. So like, yeah, I was addicted to pornography. I see, I was exposed to pornography when I was nine years old. Dang. So like from, <laughs> that reminded me of the Kevin Hart joint. He's like, yo, I'm 50. Damn. <laughs> so but i was mad young when i first got exposed to pornography and from nine up until 
20, 21, before I came to Christ, that was an everyday part of my life. That's like, a long time. Every day, bro. Yeah, bro. Too many. Guys, too many. That's not even. Too many times. That's sick. Yeah, that's a, it's insane. I can't say nothing. Cause I was <laughs> so so yeah. So for me, there was a point where, and I, I had to go through deliverance. Right, right, right. And I, I went through deliverance. I repented. I renounced the spirit of of sexual immorality, lust, pornography. And I got delivered. I literally had an experience. The demon came out of me, whatever. Bro, after that, I was probably good for two weeks. Thank was, you, bro. Yeah. I was good for two weeks. And then all of a sudden, I was I had a job. I had a remote job at the time. I was working from home. And all of a sudden, I found myself watching porn again. But what I realized quickly after that was I'm like, the Lord, I, I felt like the Lord was telling me this, like, the spirit's not there anymore, bro. Right. You just don't have any discipline. Thank you. And discipline is a sacrifice. Right. Like, bro, you're literally, you're literally like training yourself. I trained myself to watch porn. Yeah. Like now you gotta train yourself to not. Right. Like for almost ten years of my life. Well, what that is is doing is you you're crucifying. Yeah. Crucifying hurts. Right. And here's the funny part, y'all. Paul says you need to crucify yourself daily. daily. Yeah. Like, that's not just, like, a one-time thing. Right. Like, uh, let me do it once a month or, you know. No, it's this is an everyday thing, bro. Consistent. Repentance is every day. Right. Like, crucifixion is every day. Circumcision is every day. Oh, dang. Like, bro. <laughs> it, Yo, circumcision just, every day, bro. bro. You got you to gotta cut oh that flesh gosh. off every time. Yeah. So, like... We don't like that because it's painful. We don't like we don't like sacrifice. We don't like these things because it hurts, bro. But when we learn, like I said, when you're looking at Isaac on the altar, it's harder to kill him. Hmm. So now God calls Abraham. Hey Abraham, yeah, uh, I know, I, I know that you're. I know you're gonna kill him. So I know. <laughs> I know you're about to obey me, okay? The next verse is that Abraham looks up. He doesn't look around. Yeah. He looks up. And then he turns around. Mm -hmm. And finds the ram that would replace Isaac. David says, I lift my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? Right. My help comes from the Lord, that maker of heaven and earth. Yeah. It's about raising your raising your view. Hmm. If you want to know if it's how you know how to how to crucify your flesh, how to stop Abraham watching porn, funny. like how to how to how to stop eating so much, or how to love your wife better, or how to stop watching Netflix so much, or how to just be more productive, and how to stop being lazy, and how to stop procrastinating, and and how to be more uh, you know um, diligent in your in your stuff, bro. Look at him. Mm. because it's harder to sacrifice the things you want to sacrifice or better yet, let's say it better it's hard to sacrifice the thing he's telling you to kill when you're looking at it yeah because bro let's be honest bro you think people just look oh yeah Abraham yeah let's go you don't think bro it was a three day journey yeah bro you so we're not gonna talk about how Abraham's been waiting for this kid it, right. and literally already sent Ishmael away 
I'm gonna get to that. A moment. Uh, what you say. Okay, so this is like, <laughs> okay, yo, <laughs> my brain is weird, yo. It's funny, man. Abraham is a funny guy. He is a funny guy. Cause okay, you said it. They made a three day journey up there to finally. So they finally get to where God told him to do the sacrifice at. Right. And right when he's about to do the thing that he had to already mentally prepare and come to terms with that this is what the Lord asked him to do. The Lord <laughs> the Lord is like, stop! And Abraham is like, bruh. <laughs> like, I'm really about to do this, fam. Like, I made it. I already decided, like, right. I'm going to do this. <laughs> bruh. Tell you. God, bro. God was like, wait, wait. I know. All right, I get it. So he, you gonna do it? He's like, you better. Where does my help come from? Like, you better send something. <laughs> Cause I'm about to kill this kid. <laughs> All right, imagine Isaac looking at him, bro. He's like, <laughs> I was just I'm sorry, bro. What? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. That, that's just. It was just some comic, comic, yeah. comic relief. Yeah, that's where my mind went. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, it's it's late. That's really what it is. It's it really tw- is. It's twelve thirty. But once like. we, <laughs> once we hit once we hit one o'clock, it's not twelve thirty, bro. What time? It's twelve fifty. Oh, okay, that's fine. All right. Once it hits one o'clock, that's when we start doing crazy revelations. All right. Right. All right. <laughs> so let's start with one now. Ten minutes before. All right. So now. <laughs> So I watch this, right? So now, one thing too that I love about the Lord. Right? Yeah. So, when it comes to sacrifice, God doesn't start with Isaac. Hmm. He doesn't start with Ishmael. He starts with Lot. Hmm. He's working. Ooh. You better preach. Oh, I'm about to cry. All right. <clears throat> You don't start from the Holy of Holies. Mm. You got to work your way in. Right. You don't start from the holy place. You start from the outer court. Right. And that, oh, oh, hold on, God. You start from even beyond the outer court. Right. Because the first thing he had to leave was his family. Yeah. God said, pick up your stuff, take Sarah, and get out. Yeah. From my father's house. Now my father, well, first of all, Abraham's family had money, bro. Right. Rich, bro. And you're telling me, go? All right, where am I going? To Atlanta, I'm going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, God. All right, God. All right. Yeah, yeah. And before, wait, wait, hold on. Before you leave, before you leave, Destroy the idols in your dad's house. Mm. And then you can leave. So you mean I, I can't come back? I can't come back here. You're never going to see your father again. Wow. That's why Jesus said, if you, if you choose father and mother over me, you're not worthy of me. That's red letters, y'all. Okay? So now you start from the outside. Now, okay, obedience. Obedience. He's like, all right, you know what? Cool. So now he walks into the outer court he has law law and him the, the, the shepherds kind of argue about because you know God 
God blesses your obedience, okay? Right. Abraham had mad had mad cattle, yes. and Lot had mad cattle. They was blessed, and they there wasn't enough pastures for these people. Right. So the shepherds are like, "Yo, man, your cattle eating our cattle stuff, and our cattle is eating your cattle." So, so we gotta figure this out. Right. So what happens is they split. Okay. Um, obedience. God said, "Yo, let him pick." Cool. This kid Lot ends up going to Sodom. Mm-hmm. Okay. As we get Sodom and Gomorrah, a sinful city. Right. But Lot was not a sinful man. Right. He just went to a sinful city. Bro. You, bro, God told him, let Lot go. Mm-hmm. Bro, Abraham's an old man. Yeah. Waiting on a promise that he's going to have a son. And the closest thing he has a son, which is his nephew. Yeah. Is leaving. As his closest family member. But his closest family member. His he literally it was like a son to him. Yeah. And he had to let him go. That's the outer court. Now he goes to the holy place. He has Ishmael. Mm-hmm. And when 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 Isaac is born and he's weaned, you can look this up in Genesis, I think it's thirty two or thirty three or thirty one. Some yeah. one of those Isaac is weaned, and um, this is not Moses' tradition. You know, this is way before Moses. But the tradition in that time was when a, when a child was weaned, it, it was a milestone. Mm. Okay? So there was a celebration. Now, in this celebration, for celebrating, celebrating that Isaac is weaned, meaning he doesn't stay stuck drinking milk all the time. He can eat solid food. Hagar is looking <laughs> is looking at 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 um at Isaac with contempt. Yeah. And Ishmael is scoffing at Isaac. Yeah. They was joking him. Bro, Ishmael is making fun of his brother. And, and Sarah th- is looking mm. with contempt. When it was Sarah's idea. Right. For him to sleep with Hagar. So now she's getting mad. And she tells Abraham, yeah, you got to send Hagar and this kid out. And the Bible says that Abraham was displeased. Listen, right. y'all. You don't always got to like what God tells you to do. Right. Okay? So now Abraham gets displeased. And he's, you know, this is my son. Well, it's funny because the Lord is like, hey, bro, you listen to her once. Listen to her again. Yeah, because God literally tells him, like, hey, listen, you know. Don't be this. He literally tells him, "Don't be this, please." You listen. You listen to her. Yeah, it was her idea in the first and he, place. And he told him, he said, "You know that Ishmael wasn't the, wasn't deceived, right?" But, but watch this. Abraham said, "Okay, you know what? Fine." He sends him out, and God, the the angel of the Lord, shows up to Hagar, and says, hey, "Listen, I'm going to bless your son." Right. Okay. So, for all the Muslim brothers, you're welcome. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we won't, we won't talk about that. But the God who blesses you <laughs> is our God, all right? But now, God was even, yo, God even blessed his mistake. Yeah. Because he obeyed. But you see. But he had to let it go. Isn't it so interesting, too? It's like, that is a friend of God for real. But you trust him that much? Yeah. 
All right, yeah, I'm gonna send my son away, bro. We're not. It's not. It's not his stepson, bro. He was his son. That's his son. His son, and Ishmael was already a teenager, bro. Right. This is years of raising this kid. Right. And you just got his Isaac, and they sent him out with nothing. Yes, bro. They sent him out to die in the desert. Literally. Yeah. Bro, they sent him out to die in the desert, bro. Literally. And but oh, he, there's a whole another sermon, right? In oh there, yeah, with that, that well, bro. Bro, we won't get there, bro. Yeah, that's a whole another sermon. But in there. you know, so he lets go of Ishmael. That's the that's the the holy place. He, you're starting to get, you're getting closer, and God is building. He's building. He's showing you who he is. So by the time God asked for Isaac, this is the holy of holies, bro. The Bible says, in the book of Hebrews, it says that. Abraham knew that if he would have killed Isaac, God would have resurrected him from the dead. There's an anointing in the in the holy of holies of resurrection for the thing you're gonna kill. Why do you think Christ died to open the veil and tell you to come into the holy of holies? Mm. There's an anointing for sacrificing in the holy of holies. Right. You see how the whole oh my god, you see how the holy of holies, which is this third this third sacrifice that God tells him to make, right? There's somebody who dies instead of Isaac. Yeah. But you, uh, we got into the holy holies because of the sacrifice Christ made on the cross. Oh my gosh, bro! But you see, it's the obedience. This man lined up the tabernacle. Before the tabernacle. That's crazy. Bro, God already... I said, I've been modeling this for you. Bro, God's been modeling. Bro, he's been doing it. How many different ways did he got to show you? Bro. He said, all right, y'all, Bro, don't, y'all don't get so it. Okay. He showed Abraham. They didn't get it. Right. Brought He brought Moses in. He didn't get it. He all brought right. David in and Solomon. And they didn't get it. Right. And then Christ said this, I'm going to destroy this temple in three days. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? You're talking about the temple of our forefather? And he said, like, yeah, I'm going to buy this temple in three days. <laughs> and, he, and they're like, he was talking about himself. Oh, right. But then he refers to us as his <laughs> temple, bro. He refers to oh, us as God. his temple. And when he dies, yeah, bro, when he dies, the veil is torn. Right. And we have access into the Holy of Holies. Right. Because of his obedience. Because of his sacrifice. And because of his sacrifice. He sacrificed. He op- he op- suffered obedience. Yes. The obedience was, it's sacrifice. Do yeah. exactly what he told you. Don't add it. Bro. This is Jesus what Jesus literally, bro. I understand. Remember, Abraham was displeased, right? Okay. Saul, had the, he had the option to obey and he didn't. Yeah. He did partially, but like we learned, partial obedience is 100% disobedience. Yeah. Okay. Um, David understood they had to kill people. Like, that God told him to because God has a plan. Right. Right? But there were some things that David didn't want to do. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, bro. Yeah. And he's like, listen, man. I know I said I was going to do this, but if there's another way, <laughs> if there's another way, 
Lord, do it. But let your will be done. Yeah. And not mine. That's obedience. Yeah. And it's sacrifice, bro. That's worship. God, I don't want to do it. At that point. And let your will be done. You're a living sacrifice. Lord, Lord, I'm laying down. Thank you. My plans. My thoughts. My emotions. Bro. To be in line with yours. To have your mind. What you think Ooh. and what you told me is more important than what I feel. Listen, y'all. So I preached last Saturday. And this is the thing that I said. And I said it in Spanish, but I think in English sounds crazy. Right? There's a couple of things. We're the bride of Christ, right? Yeah. We're the body of Christ. Yeah. Okay. Now, if we became the head. This whole thing would blow up. Two heads. Two heads on a body is a monster. Ooh. Two heads on a body is a monster. We're supposed to be a bride, not a monster. But also, here's another thing. You said this? Well, I said I said this in the conversation. But what I actually said on Tuesday, on Saturday was, when you're a head, you can't be the body. Right. And what happens is, when you start being the head, but you have no body, you think too much, but you do nothing. A head without a body is a lot of thoughts but no actions. And this is where anxiety comes in. Yeah. It's where depression comes in. You're thinking too much. You're thinking about your plan. But a head without a body is just a lot of thinking but no doing. But now you know what's beautiful about how that we literally just have wow. to be the body? You know what the body does? It responds to what the head says. Yeah. So if Christ is the head of the church, everything he says, everything he decides, everything he thinks, we just act out. You do. I don't have to think about it. If he said it, it's going to all work out. Yeah. He said go right, I'll go right. Yeah. He said go left, I'll go left. We're supposed to be the hands and feet of... <sighs> I'm going to do another thing. My wife said this. Yeah. He called it to be salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. Obedience is salty. Yeah. It ain't sweet. We're supposed to be the light of the world. Yeah. Fire is not cold. Mm. Fire is hot. Right. You're going to get burned. Yeah. You're supposed to be salty. Yeah. But you know why you're supposed to be salty? Why? So that when you're around people... You can salt them up. You know what Grace Grace said this. What what eating something with too much salt, it makes you want water. Wow. You're complaining about your life being so salty. You don't realize that God is actually using you as a channel for someone to want him. You're complaining that your your life is too hot. That's good, Grace. But you know what puts out fire? Water. Wow. You see how God lines it up? He wants to partner with you. Yeah. But there is suffering in it. I I don't want to be salty. Okay, then I can't partner with you. Right. Because without you, I'm just going to get someone else. It goes back to the same principle. If you don't do it, I'll get someone else. Right, because it's, it's a process. Yeah. 
again, the sacrifice is a process. Right, right, right. I repented. Right. Boom. Now I turn my, my face towards him. I'm looking at him and I have faith. I, I, I can actually, I, I can see him now because I have faith. Right, right, right. So now he's telling me what to do. Right. And within me being obedient, I need to, there, there's going to be a sacrifice. Right. Bruh. Oh my God. Bro, it's. We overcomplicate it because we're just supposed to do it. Just give. Right. Give the word. You're supposed to look. He wants you to throw seed. You have water? No, he does. Right. He wants you to be the salt of the world. Do you have water to sustain that saltiness? No. No. He wants you to be fire. Can you? No. You know what? You know what actually keeps a fire alive? Oxygen. Mm. The wind of his spirit. You know what? You know he said. He said, "Fan the flame." Mm. You know what fanning the flame means? Yeah, there's air. Let me just, let me just wave my hand real quick. Right. It's his breath. I'm partnering with him to make something grow. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need me. He doesn't need you. But sacrifice and obedience is worship. He's looking for worshipers to worship his spirit and truth. He's yeah. looking for partners. That's what I was That's thinking. what he's, bro. He's looking for a partner. We're just in this charismatic friggin' side of things that means, oh, he's looking for worshipers. Oh, he's looking for people to sing him songs. That's part of it. I, you know, I'm not going to say that's not what he's saying, but... When we go to the to the root of what the word worship means, which means a prostrate heart, a surrendered heart, a totally a person who is totally yielded. Okay, obedience and sacrifice is a yielding, it's a prostrate, as a prostrate position. It is a it is a surrender of my will. Obedience and sacrifice that's that's what it is. So now when he's saying worship is spirit and truth. The truth is, Christ is the truth. Yeah. And the spirit is the partner. Right. I'm supposed to obey and sacrifice in Christ and partner with the spirit. Have, and he's looking for partners. Have faith, then get to work. It, Bro. <laughs> is that simple? James 1. Go crazy. Verse 19 through... I'm just going to read. This is the message version. The message version just be preaching. Anyway. They really do. So, post this. It says, act on what you hear. Post this as all the intersections, dear friends. Lead with your ears. Follow up with your tongue. And let anger straddle along in the rear. God's righteousness doesn't grow from human anger. So, throw all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. In simple humility, let our gardener, God landscape you with the word making a salvation garden of your life don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but letting the word go in one ear and out the other act on what you hear those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror walk away and two minutes later have no idea who they are and what they look like but whoever catches a glimpse 
of the revealed counsel of God, the free life, even out of the corner of his eye and sticks with it, is no distracted scatterbrain, but a man or a woman of action. That person will find the light in affirmation in the action. Tell me that's not the whole conversation. That's why the word of God is tough, man. I mean, you don't even have to say nothing no more. Bruh, we unpacked the hour, but that is 30 seconds. You see what I'm talking about? You just got to read your Bible. That's what it is. <laughs> like, like, that's it. That's literally. <laughs> you, if you just see God out the corner of your eye. Come on. If you could just look at him out the corner of your eye. Come on. You know what it is? Remember, it goes back to what I said. It's. It's the looking in the mirror. Right. When he says, when, when James says that it's like looking in the mirror and you walk away, you forget who you were. Bro, stay looking. Right. That means you didn't look long enough. You didn't look hard enough. Right. You didn't pay attention to the detail. Knowing that, you know what that means is... I'm looking at the sun, and then I walk away, and I mean, oh, am I still a sun? Obedience and sacrifice, which is why you worship in spirit and truth. Right. The son of Christ, the son of God is the truth, Christ. And the spirit, meaning it's lowercase s. Yeah. But it's also a partnership with his spirit. Yeah. If you want to, bro, if you want to do what God is telling you to do, you can't do it by yourself. We had a whole pot on that you can't do it. But now we're telling you you got to sacrifice. Oh, well, you know, that doesn't make sense. It makes total sense. But why do you think that people in the world don't understand this? This is discipleship. People in the world don't understand it because we try to calculate sacrifice based on what we can do. Yes, does God want this to be out? Like, he does he want to extinguish this part of my life? Like, the sin in my life, the bad decisions. Yes, yeah. he wants to get rid of that. And he wants to do it with you. He wants to walk with you. Right. But you can't you can't partner with somebody you don't walk next to. Right. Like, for example, Kim and Amari, right? That they're married. You guys can't be partners if you can't see eye to eye. You can't be partners if there's no intimacy. Right. You can't be partners if there's no com there's no communication. You can't be partners if if she can't tell you what she doesn't like about you. Right. And you, bro, all right, this is why I love God. Because, all right, for all the married folk out there, like me, Omar, and mm -hmm. some of y'all, look at your marriage. Is it a representation of your relationship with Jesus? Because there's things in marriage, there's things that my wife don't like. You know what I got to do? If I want this thing to work out, I have to sacrifice things that I've been doing for all my life. And I have to sacrifice it for my relationship with my wife. Because if we try to be, bro, it goes back to pride. If we become too prideful, to let things go, we're saying that we're more important than the other person. Yeah. We're more important than this relationship. 
I'm the foundation of this relationship. No, you're not, bro. Right. He is. Yeah. So if he's saying he listen, um, these type of people don't make it to my 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 kingdom. Mm. All right, God, you know, liars, cowards, cheaters, gossipers, witches, thieves, uh, thieves, murders. adulterers, fornicators, murderers, you know, all of the above. And he's like, yeah, um, not only am I just going to tell you what is not coming in, but I'm willing to help you mm. stop those things. The religious people just stay on that and they try to force you and they try to throw, they try to bash you. Oh, because you're a sinner. And blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, you are too. Okay. <laughs> like most of the, most of them Pentecostals, they, they talk about, oh, you're a fornicator. Yeah, you're a gossiper, right? Right. We're both going to hell. Like, right, look at, at that case, in that case, right? Look at this. This is the following verse. Of that? Yeah. All right. It says, anyone who sets himself up as religious by talking a good game is self-deceived. This kind of religion is hot air and only hot air. Real religion, the kind that passes muster before God the Father, is this. Reach out to the homeless and loveless in their plight and guard against corruption from the godless world. It's talking about a, a true sacrificial love, which is why marriage is a, such a beautiful... You know why? It's because love is based on giving. Right. It's service. It's based on letting go. Yes. It's based on, like, let me wash your feet. Right. It's based on let me let me bow down before you right. and help you in whatever you need. Right. That goes for you too, husband. Yes, I prom okay? I promise you your marriage will be better. If you give, if you sow love, bro. Bro, if whatever you reap you sow. Your wife is the garden, bro. Your marriage is gonna be beautiful. It, your marriage is a garden. Right. And your wife is the flower. I promise you, bro. Serve your woman, boy. So, so we're learning. We're learning too. Dang. But I'm telling you, when I do it right, the fruit is there. Yes. And the thing is, is it all about it's all about the serving heart. Yes. Right? And service is a sacrifice. It's a humbling. Remember, we did this. We spoke about this. I feel like God is really like lining everything up. Yeah. We talked about being humble. We talked about last week about the frequencies and how to the first fruit of your it's it's the relationship you're building with him. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to do these things. It's hard to wake up early in the morning and pray. Yeah. It's hard to study your word every day. It's hard to fast. Right. We're talking about we're going to do a 30-day fast. Yeah. And <laughs> he, Bro. He thought I was talking about we, we're not going to eat or drink. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, if Jesus did it, we could do it. But, bro, like, it's not easy to fast. No. But, again, but, but you can't give to God something that costs you nothing. Because he gave his son. He gave us the most expensive. <laughs> the highest us, price. He gave us his only son. And not only did he give us to him, he gave us his son. We blasphemed that, that guy to his face, spit in his face, and everything. And even like that, 
Jesus, you know how much it cost Jesus to stay on a cross after everybody called him everything and spit in his face and whipped him up and nailed him to a cross for him to be like, you know, Father, uh, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. If I was Jesus, I would have called them 60,000 angels down. Bro, I would have I been like, quick, bro, get them. Let's see on Sunday. <laughs> see if you get that same talk on Sunday, bro. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You that stabbed me in the, in the rib. Yeah. Let's see you on Sunday, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank God that I'm not, I was not What? Jesus. God knew. Bro, they bro, they said, yo, if you're the son of God, <laughs> he's like, if I wanted to, mm. I'll have like 10 legions of angels. I'm like, Duh. Right. That was probably the biggest flex he did. Right. But he said, you know what? No, I'm going to suffer this I'm cross. I'm keep it calm. I'm going to keep it calm. I'm going to suffer this cross. Yeah. Obedience. Mm. You know, the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in all things, mm. but he stayed the course. That's why Paul talks about the prize, is that we're running a, we're running a race. Stay focused on the prize. The prize isn't going to heaven, bro. No. That's part of it. That's just a bonus, for real. Word. The, <laughs> the prize is being face-to-face with him for eternity. Yeah. And looking like him. That's the prize. The funny thing is, you can start looking at him now. You can experience the kingdom now. We're, you're so... Oh, man. I think this is... I wrote this down earlier. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is exactly what I wrote down earlier. Planning with God. You're starting in the wrong place. You want to be in the promised land so bad, but you haven't learned to appreciate the trip through the wilderness. We're often think we see an increase in blessings now that that when we see the increase we think that we're now seeing god when we see the increase but you miss that he was in the midst of the humble beginnings so it's like we're always so focused on the outcomes we're so focused on the goals we're focused on getting to heaven so we're thinking about heaven but you're doing that and neglecting what you need to do today now I learned why people say it's not good to be so heavenly minded and no earthly good. Because there's people around you that you need to serve. There's people around you that you need to love on. There's people that you need to show Christ through your through your actions. But you're so focused on getting to heaven and being with God that you forgot the people he called you to. You're so focused on being, you're so focused on going to heaven when he never told you heaven was for you. Hmm. He said, I'm going to go prepare a place for you. Hmm. He wasn't talking about heaven, bro. Hmm. He was talking about the new Jerusalem. What are we talking about, bro? Boy, boy, you, you're talking about the seven years we're going to be in heaven celebrating a, a feast. And then the new Jerusalem is going to come out of the dang sky. Right. That. Let me let me let me let me just say something right now. You know the heaven that you're trying to get to is gonna get destroyed, right? News flash: Heaven and earth will pass away. Yeah. So you're trying to get to this heaven that God's like, yeah, man, I ain't gonna be there. <laughs> Yo, God, I can't wait to go to heaven. He's like, yeah, about that. Hmm. Um, I got a new one on the way. Right. That's like that's like saying like, Yo, I'm gonna work my whole life so I can buy, I can buy this car. I could buy this Cadillac Escalade or whatever the heck. Go crazy. 
it's kind of it's kind of like when this. guys no, like bro, I'm I, I about think, to like get you like a spaceship. Bro. I think a good example is I'm gonna enjoy my life when I retire. So you don't spend any of the time that you're working. And then they be like, nigga, you got cancer. God. Right. Your whole life going in. You're like, damn, I waste all my time. Right. And you know what's, you know what's even worse? Ooh. Imagine getting to them pearly gates and God be like, yeah, you're not coming in here. Huh. But God. But, 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 but. Yeah, I don't know you. But, 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 but God. You know what's crazy? The hell y'all think hell is? About to be passed away too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think y'all telling people to hell that yeah. God's about to race anyway. Yeah, bro, we we had a very tense conversation about this. Man, it's worse. Eternity, <laughs> it's worse. Okay, the life after the death after death is totally worse. Yeah, listen, man, heaven is not the goal because heaven is going to pass away, and us. Mankind, we were made for earth. We were not made to be up there. Right. We will be up there for the for the feast and for all that. But the thing is, that's not even the goal. The goal, the whole goal of the feast is that we become one with him. Yeah. And that in the New Jerusalem, there will be no temple for all you, you know, all you Hebrew Israelites that think that the Ark of the Covenant and all that stuff is going to be there. None of that's going to be there. The Bible says that there's not going to be a sun and there's not going to be a temple because his presence will be everywhere. His glory will be everywhere. Right. And his glory will, will will be radiant through the whole earth. Right. There will be no night. There will be no sun. There will be bro. no moon. There'll it will just no, be him. There will be no sun, bro. No it sun. will just be the glory of God. And you over here trying to go to heaven, bro? Get out of my face, bro. I'm trying to get to that new earth. Right. I'm trying to reign with, with him. Right. I'm going to be a sit as a co-heir. For, bro, forget that. Bro, you think y'all, you think we broke now. Yeah. We about to be on golden chariots, bro. Right. Like, telling the next group of people that God makes what to do. I don't know that that's going to happen. Yeah. But, hey. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> that would be cool. But the thing is, is but now here's cool. the thing. In order even to get there. He said, go to all nations and make disciples. Yeah. Another sacrifice is making disciples. You got to sacrifice time. You got to sacrifice money. You got to sacrifice resources. You got to sit down with people and, and listen to people's problems and guide them through when you're not even whole yet. Sac bro, yeah, he's literally telling you, yeah, I'm going to you to sacrifice your whole life. We got notes on everything, bro. You got to chill. I know. Otherwise, we're never going to leave. So, with all that said, <laughs> we can't do it if you want. Sacrifice. Yeah. You got any more practical stuff to end it? Um, no. All right. I think we can stay. We can keep going from last week. Like, I really want to challenge you. Wake up early. Pray. Yeah, that's a good practical. Just wake up early and pray. Ask him, be like, Lord, if you don't know God's will, be like, Lord, I don't know your will. Show me your will. And I'm telling you, part of his will is for you to make disciples, but also you need to be a disciple. So tell God, like, God, like, I, I, I need help. He's your helper. He's our helper. Bro, imagine having, bro, imagine having a cheat code for a game and not using it. Imagine having the answers to a, a test and not using it. 
Hey, some people are like that, though. Bro. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm saying, imagine, like, we're talking about, like, we're talking about the test of life. You and I'm answers. walking with the answer. No, I'm going to figure it out, I'm bro. Walking, I'm walking with the one who predetermined everything. I'm going to figure it out. I'm walking with the one who established the earth and will end it and make the new one. Nah, bro. I, I'm going to figure it I'm out. No, nah, I don't need I don't need God. I think I got it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Good luck. Okay? So, sacrifice your ego. That's where you got to start. Mm. Okay? Now, what, what, right. you might ask, okay, but what does praying do early in the morning? It starts discipline. Yeah. A lot, especially men, okay? Women, they have their stuff too. But men, we are meant to be disciplined. We need it. If you want to be a good man, we need it. You need discipline. I need discipline. Omar needs discipline. Yeah. We want to be good husbands, discipline. You want to be a, a productive husband, a productive man. Yeah. You want to be an active man, discipline. I think that's really good. That's really good. Because. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people, they'll go to, they say, oh, you need to pray. And they talk to tell you about all the esoteric stuff. And, I mean, yes, you will have spirit. If you pray every single morning, I guarantee you, you will have a spiritual experience. You're going to have an encounter with God. God's going to come. You're going to, something's going to happen. You have a crazy revelation. But but, there's people that have encounters and they don't have no discipline. Right. So that's not, it's not. It's not, it's not long lasting. Right. God will do it anyways. Right, right, but when right. you decide and you make the sacrifice to just show up and be there every single day, every day, God honors that. Yes, and it's and, hard. And the discipline, what happens is that now is now is non-negotiable, right? Because you built a habit of like, no, I need to be in the presence of the Lord, right? I need to connect this frequency. Remember, I talked about last week. Yeah, I got to connect this frequency early. I got to set this up now. You know, after I got to go to the gym. And it's bro, like, cause what part of what get up is is not just we want to show you how to be a whole integral person, son of God, yes, daughter of God, yeah. It's not just like yeah, just just pray and just stay locked up in your room. You're not meant to be locked up in a room. You're meant to go out. Yeah, like listen, you know why it's important for you to pray and fast and be spiritual, be spiritually connected to the Lord. Is so when you go do the other stuff. You're gonna bump into people, and the anointing's gonna just rub off you. Right, the residue of the of the presence of the Lord, the glory you were in, it would just over, it would going pour to, out. It's gonna be like when Moses came down from the mountain. Yeah, it's shining. It's shining on people. Oh, wow, so there's now, something different. So about now, you. when you're when you're disciplined to go to the gym, that means every time you go to the gym, there's all there's always another opportunity for you to reach someone in the gym. Right. So that means every time you walk into the place, which is why it's good for you to get to work on time. Yeah. Because they now it's a testimony. So now the Son of God, he's fit. He takes care of his body. The Son of God makes it. He's on time for work. He's diligent. And you know what's crazy? It's actually scientifically proven that if you pray before you go to sleep, you get better sleep. And if you pray when you wake up, you're actually more focused during the day. It's almost like God be doing something. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? The one who doesn't pray when he goes to sleep doesn't rest well. The one who doesn't dedicate time to the Lord in the morning is always rushing in his morning. Even though there's people that have good morning routines, but if you look at their morning routine, they're in a cycle for their entire life. Yeah. 
I'm not, God doesn't want you to be in a cycle. He wants you to include him in you in, in your day. Yeah. Because he wants to walk with you in your day. Because I guarantee you, you might have your routine. I think routines are good, you know, when they're healthy. And the healthy routine is really involving the Lord and everything. So, like, that's the hack. The hack is this. Wake up early. Pray. Sometimes you don't know what to say. Just say his name. Just sit down. Just say his name. And Bruh, say, Lord. God makes prayer so simple. I'm here. He says, be still and know that I'm God. Yep. So, you just sit there. Bro, I just feel like God. Just let him speak over you. Still. Just let him speak. So, do that, right? Wake up early. Pray. And... When you go to the gym, uh, Omar actually made it um, on that push-up. He mentioned um, that they have the audible Bible stuff. Yeah. I think that's a great tool. Mm-hmm. While you're in the gym, instead of listening to music, I think we should just listen, listen to the, the Bible. Because, like, man, like, when you're walking on the treadmill or running on the treadmill or lifting, whatever, you're, like, listening to, like, dang. It's a hack, bro. I was telling this to Emmanuel, and he was like, bro, I'm having trouble reading the Bible in the morning. I said, that's okay, bro. You listen to stuff at work all the time. Just put it on as you work. And he's like, I don't want to just listen to it and not pay attention. I said, look Trust at me, you. yeah. your mind. Y'all, you have a subconscious mind. Word. It is so powerful. Bro. God let you. He put this there for, for a reason. So you're telling me you could subconsciously remember lyrics? Bro, when I tell you this. When you just listen to the word of God, again, faith is by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Right, right, right. Boom. Automatic. That's already a reason to listen to it. The second thing is, though, the Holy Spirit living in you. Now you're giving him ammo. Word. When you get the, when you just hear it, you might not even register it. But what he's going to do is there's going to be moments where he's gonna, just going to pull the word out of you. Word randomly. You're like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. And the Bible says there was this story about. And here, sometimes you might not even know it for real, but you remember, like, oh, yeah, I remember I heard. Okay, cool. Now you go on your phone and you look, and you're like, oh, and you read the whole, oh, wow. And now you're impacted by something. Now you're going to remember that yep. because the Holy Spirit is pulling things. Right. It's a partnership. Give him the ammo. Just give him the ammo. So go to the gym and listen, okay? And one thing, too, I'm going to challenge all y'all to stop listening to secular music. Just stop, bro. Because you're mixing, you're mixing waters. It doesn't, it's. You know, there's people that have their theology on I'm it. I'm not going to lie. This, that's a whole... I don't care. <laughs> that's a whole topic on its own. Right? Secular music... Remember, we talk about subconscious. Yeah. The secular music is literally going to your subconscious. And it's literally mixing itself. So, like... Right. Now, your 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 vision of the word is blurry. Faith is by muddy water. Yeah. Faith, but it, it's faith in anything. You're put... You're, exactly. Yeah, you're consuming. And what you consume... With your inputs change your outputs. Right, right, right. So, so it, it's that simple. Just psychologically, it's that simple. Right, 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 right. So now, but, Lord. Hey, man. We want to wrap this up. Ovio. So, don't do that to me. Ovio. I love Drake, man. Hey, bro. But I'm going to cut it off. Ovio. Look up Ovio and look up Molek. Oh. Yeah, Molek. Um, the owls also in the Egyptian stuff too. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Just, just do your, do your research. We did twenty one, twenty one, twenty one, bro. You know, we, you know, Doji Cat says she's not a Satanist, but Doji, what? She says she's not a Satanist. She's. I don't know why people call me a Satanist. Yeah, well, it's We're all same, looking at each other like it's the same thing. Like Lil Uzi is like, bro, I'm not a Satanist. 
He said, I don't even believe in the devil. That's what he said, bro. Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> or that's like Travis Scott, bro. Travis Scott be saying the same thing. He said, I don't know. But Lil Uzi was like, all y'all going to hell. Like, what? Right. He said, all y'all going to hell. And then they interviewed hey. him. And he said, I don't believe in the devil. <laughs> Tell me, bro. Beyonce said that she has a that she has an alter ego. That she's technically Sasha Fierce. She said that technically she's shy and she's timid, but when she gets on stage, she transforms. Hey man, let's pray for these these people because yeah. hey man, you know what that Bible, that Bible verse that says nothing's impossible for God. It's not about salvation. Yeah. So if God can change Paul, you can change. I, I think he can change anybody. That's light work. <laughs> Because Paul was on his way to Damascus, you know, to body Christians. <laughs> right. And God changed him. So, you know, all that. So, wake up early. Pray. Go to the gym. Listen to the word. And I guarantee you, things will be different. Okay? Sacrifice. It is hard. I know. Stop watching porn. You're a horny bastard. Stop hey. <laughs> Don't do that. I, it's one in the morning. You got me talking about porn. Stop it. Okay? This is a sign. This is a sign to stop. This is the end. This is it. This is the end last of the day. Line. It's the last day, okay? That's it. No more. So every time every time you feel like, eh, 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 go pray. Go put worship music on or something. And be like, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. I guarantee you're going to help you, man. Like, go outside. Yeah. Go get, take, a, take a walk. Drink some water. Right. Like, you know. Go, keep walking until until you don't feel it anymore. Word, 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 <laughs> word. You like, know, it says you're supposed to flee from sexual sin. Word. So, literally, run out. Go run. So, <laughs> I imagine. I imagine the guy <laughs> barefoot. <laughs> like, hey, man, where you running from? <laughs> Myself. <laughs> He's behind me. Like, bro, right. listen, man. For real. All right. So run from that. Um, there's something else I'm going to say. Okay. When you're anxious, Benny Hinks said this real good. The answer to anxiety is prayer. That's good. When you're anxious, pray. You're depressed, pray. That's good. Everything, man. Pray. I know it's hard. I know you see you got no time. It's a sacrifice. Do it. Obey him. This is true worship. And listen, if you he says, blessed are those who suffer for my cause. Yeah. So we suffering, but for his cause. But he's the prize. Yeah. So all right, Joe. This was longer than we thought it would be. Yeah. That's per usual. Um so Outro pleasantries and stuff like that. If you enjoyed this, please like, share, comment, subscribe. Um, if you're watching on Apple Podcasts, if you're watching on Spotify, Google Play, you, Amazon Podcasts, whatever you're consuming this on. If you're listening, that's what he meant. Please leave a five-star rating. Yo, yes, please. And we're going to leave the cash app. So the cash app is going to be dollar sign, the get up pod. Um, our email is thegetuppod at gmail.com so if you have questions if you have anything that you feel like you know would be a good topic right you also could DM us on the getuppod uh, podcast 
Is it underscore? Underscore. Underscore for Instagram. So Instagram and TikTok and is yep. the Get Up Podcast you, underscore. You can DM us on both. Yeah. Either and one. We'll spot. reply. And um, I think that's everything. The YouTube. So, oh, by the way. By the way. This is episode two. Yeah. Of season two. two. Yes. So, welcome to the new season. Yes, sir. So, you want to say something about YouTube? Oh, well, I was just going to say what the YouTube was, if you're not watching on YouTube. So, the YouTube is the Get Up Pod Dash Cast Dash. The Get Up, the Get Up Podcast Dash. Okay, cool. And um, all this stuff will be in, in every description, everywhere. Right. We're, um, by the time we drop this video, you probably won't see the video on YouTube yet. Yeah. But you will see the video on YouTube by the end of this week, I promise. I'm actually putting up all the pods. Yeah. In order, and then we're gonna put the videos on. So just stay patient, y'all. That last video. That last video took twelve. It took twenty four hours, bro. But the, it goes back to remember I said in the beginning I got an eye rig, bro, and I didn't know. There was a better process. There was a way better process. Like this process is gonna be easier. Yeah, but um, <sighs> we're learning. Good. We are learning. I mean, we're gonna. That's why we need your help. Yes. So we can get cameras and stuff. We do need a camera. To get you guys a better experience. Word. It's not even for us. It's for you. That's real. That's really real. I can still do this iPhone thing, but I, I want you guys to have a better experience. So, um, And we want a better experience, too. <laughs> we, we over here fighting. Word. Fighting technology. My phone, my phone is hot. Yeah. All right. So, we love y'all. <laughs> we love y'all. Peace.